0: Hello, welcome to today's episode of People with Passion for Pets. My guest on the show today is Ken Ehrman. He is the co founder of the company that makes the Halo Collar, a GPS virtual fence collar that works together with an app to keep your pets safe.
1: Hi, how are you doing?
0: Good. Nice to meet you. Welcome to People with Passion for Pets.
1: Yes, it's uh, really great to be here.
0: I'm so excited to talk about um, your new product. This is uh, the Halo 3. It's a GPS virtual fence collar. And um, you are the co-founder of the company that makes the Halo collar. Um, You're using like the newest in technology to keep up head safe. So probably a lot of people out there that have never heard of a GPS virtual fence or don't really understand it. Maybe you'll talk a little bit about how that works.
1: Well, again, thanks for having me. I mean, really what Halo is about, it's the next generation invisible fence. As a dog owner, I wanted to be able to let my dog out in the backyard and know that they were gonna be safe. I've always had the invisible fence. The invisible fence for 30 years has been the gold standard in keeping your dog uh, in your yard. My niece's dog got out of their invisible Mm. fence and was run over by a car. Oh. And, you know, it was just such a tragedy. Back in 1991, uh, I ended up starting a company and was tracking things like forklifts, rental cars, and tractor trailers using GPS. Uh, and that's what I was doing when this tragedy happened with my niece's dog. And, then, and I found out that 10 million dogs were lost every year and a million dogs were hit by a car. And basically, a light bulb went off. I was like, this is what I do. And you can use GPS instead of a wire in the ground and just draw it on your phone is what I envisioned. It sets up anywhere instantly. Like I said, it's portable. So you can go anywhere so you don't have to dig up your lawn.
0: There are other collars out there where you can't use it unless you use a a very large property. It has to be half an acre or more, right? And obviously, there's a lot of times where people are saying, well, that doesn't maybe apply to you. Not a lot of people have, you know, acreage or even when we're camping, it's the halo certainly can be used in a much smaller size. Is that correct?
1: Uh, The average size of our fences is a quarter of an acre. Some Mm -hmm. smaller, there's some bigger, obviously. So that's our typical customer. So you were right on when you said, you know, most people don't have a half an acre. By the way, even if you have a half an acre, you might only want them in the backyard. So that's a quarter of an acre. So, you know, it's not that atypical. Um, So that's our typical fence size. It's really, you know, for people who live maybe in an RV, it's really the invisible fence because your dog doesn't know the difference between a wire and a GPS fence. So it's the same.
0: You, you were talking about, you know, with the, with the old type, put in the ground, um, you know, invisible fence, that was truly a shock collar. You had to use like electric shock and it was shock. This collar, I mean, we use it on Apollo. Uh, it's vibration. So there's a tone and there's vibration. And, you know, you could use, you know, a, a, another correction, but you don't have to. And our dogs well, have Well, the static
1: correction, do I do want to talk about that for a second yeah. because- there is a fundamental difference, and a lot of people misuse the word static. So they say static, but it's shocking them, and it's training them through pain. That's not what Halo is about. So when I went to Caesar, or I didn't even mention it, but when after this tragedy, I was like, I knew I had the technology and the business experience because we were tracking hundreds of thousands of assets for, you know, every Walmart trailer had our technology on it. You name it, United Airlines had it on their tugs at the airports. I mean, it was on a lot of very important equipment, but nothing's more important than someone's dog. So anyway, when we started working on it, it was just something that we were all so motivated by the problem. How can we keep dogs safe? You know, Caesar, when he saw that, he really wanted to jump in. We don't want to shock the dog. We don't want to train through pain. And he goes, listen, you can use the static just to get their attention. So there's a difference between pain and getting their attention so if you train them beep means fence and they forgot or they're distracted you're just trying to get their attention so it's not hurting them right you couldn't do that with our collar it doesn't go high enough and it's not intended to we can keep our dogs safe without shocking them and and
0: I like you know when we uh, do dog training I always like to explain it to people it's kind of like a tap on the shoulder it's like when you talk to somebody but they're not paying attention, they're looking somewhere else, and you you tap them on, hey, you know, I'm talking to you. That that's kind of what you do, and it's like where you're redirecting them. Oh, yeah, I'm paying attention now. You know, the other part of it, of course, is too, and like you were saying, if a dog does go through, you are still having the ability now to track them, you know where they are, because through the app, not only do you have a fence, but you also have the ability to see where your dog is at, which of course is a is huge increase in you know being able to make sure that your dog doesn't run away, that you can find them, that you can bring them back home?
1: Yes. By the way, it is the only dog technology that has Wi-Fi. If you're in a remote location where there's no cellular, you can have Wi-Fi. So we have Wi-Fi. Hago 3 will use any cellular network. T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, international If you go to Mexico, if you go to Canada, and the way Halo works, every time you go into the app, you're going to see the location of your dog in real time. No delay, not every six seconds, not every 15 seconds. When you're in the app, every second, you're going to see everything about uh, your dog, and it'll do it on whatever network it can find, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, or any cellular carrier.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I really love that um, Jim and I, we travel a lot with our fifth wheel. And a lot of times we are in remote areas where, um, in fact, the last summer we basically had no cell site. Uh, but we do now have Starlink. and We love it because we we now have Wi-Fi wherever we go. And, of course, that is great because, yes, the this device is still working. So we're not just uh, relying on, you know, a cellular service company to uh, connect us. So it, it's really great. This is not just a fence or, you know, knowing where your dog is at. This is truly a training device. And and you alluded to you working with uh, one of the people involved in your company is Cesar Malone. He's obviously very well known as a dog trainer and behaviorist. There is so much more to this device than just it's just a GPS uh, virtual fence. And right. you also have this beautiful, uh, you know, technology through the app that actually helps the new user become familiar with the device get you started but also addresses you know how do I train my dog to actually use this device because you don't just slap this on and it works you do obviously have, you as the person have to learn how to use it and then the dog also has to understand you know what are the boundaries what are what is the feedback that I'm getting from the caller so um, talk a little bit about that End of it.
1: Well, by the way, one of the advantages of Halo that I always want to point out is that with Halo, once your dog is trained, they know it. Now, you may want to refresh them every now and again. That's just smart. Yes, it might seem a little daunting. You need to train your dog. But once they're trained, really what the training comes down to, and then there's so many applications of it, is beep means fence and whistle means come back and those are two things that first of all beep means fence invisible and fence has been doing that for 40 years so dogs have learned that they can understand in fact my dog knew the invisible fence so when i got halo when i first brought her to a new location and threw the ball over the fence she heard that beep she stopped instantly she knew beep means fence if they don't listen it's going to continue to, let's call it, escalate as you configure it. Dogs are very smart. So you're going to be able to train them. They're going to learn beat, meme, fence. And that applies, as you, I believe, have uh, with you to things even indoors. So you can have yep. what's called beacons. Sure. Oh, there they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is a device, it's a little Bluetooth emitter. So if you imagine like your headphones or any other Bluetooth device, you could set the range of it, not exactly, but like, you know, between five and 10 feet or up to like even 300 feet. That when your dog comes in range of the beacon, they're going to get that same beeping. So they know, don't go here. So you could put it in the kitchen, on a couch, at the stairway. I had a time where I put a golf mat in the basement so I could swing some golf clubs. And uh, my dog Reese's, who's 11, decided that I put a bathroom in the basement. I don't know why (laughs) she brought that, but the green ground was like, like, wow, that was really nice of her. (laughs) So so I had to put a beacon at the stairway to get down to the basement, um, and then she just wouldn't go down there. So I was like, problem solved. But there's been so many examples of things that, you know, if you have two dogs, one dog might eat the other dog's food, you could put one dog's beacon on so that it won't go near the other dog's food. There's so many different ways people have used it to keep them off their furniture, off their grandmother, off another dog. They put it <laughs> on, or they, well, someone even put it on their cats. Ah,
0: good uh, yeah, good application right there. there, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: nope. There's a lot of ways people have used yeah.
0: the technology. That's
1: neat. So, it's pretty exciting to hear the stories.
0: But there is a subscription involved, Correct.
1: Yes, there is. So if you think about it, what I was saying earlier, it's really like an iPhone for your dog. So it has Wi-Fi, it has Bluetooth, it has cellular, it has a speaker, it has vibration, it has a case to keep it secure. So it's really a phone. And with that, you need a cellular plan. So the basic plan that you get is less than $6 a month for unlimited cellular on any carrier network, like we talked about, that's the basic plan for you know ten dollars a month. That gives you all the features beyond the fence, and then gold. That's thirty dollars a month. For that, you get access to live and recorded amazing content from people like Caesar Milan. So we'll have live events on dog training. Ask a question from Caesar. You know all these uh, veterinary experts, world renowned. So you can hear latest and greatest. And so that's kind of the gold service. And, you know, we have a lot of people on every level. And really, you pick the one that suits uh, yourself.
0: You do also, in addition to having a lot of training, a lot of videos that explain how things work, uh, you have a great customer service. And then you also offer this wonderful community for those of us who use the Halo Collar. So talk a little bit about that.
1: Well, we have the dog park. That's, you know, the dog park to me is always been a critical part of Halo. So, a place where people can at any time get Zoom customer service, you know, seven days a week, one on one. What can I do to, uh, you know, help you keep your dog safe? So, that was critical. Uh, we have the Halo Collar Support Group on Facebook that people use all the time.
0: If I may ask you, so this is the new Halo 3 collar. So, it's a Uses uh new technology. Can you talk a little bit about what what is new about the Halo 3 versus let's say the Halo 2?
1: Sure. Um, or even the 2 Plus. So what we what we did with Halo 3 is really took all of the reasons that our customers were either returning the collar or they were breaking. And why? And what we found, for example. Was well, this power port right here, which is a USB C, gunk can get in there. So when I say gunk, especially if it's on a dog, you know, if they go in an right. ocean, yeah. um, even if you now if you wash it out properly after your it gets dirty, then you're not gonna have a problem. But if it's on your dog and you're not paying attention and you plug it in, power into that where this gunk is in there, it can cause problems. And we were having uh, many collars fail. So with Halo 3, we have a magnetic charging thing. It seems simple, but 10% of the collars were coming back for that problem. So it was a big, it was a big yeah. uh, problem. We also had customers complaining the GPS was not accurate enough. The interesting thing about the GPS is if you look at your phone's GPS, the blue dots, especially when you're indoors, it could show you way in different locations, very far away. That was a problem we had to solve because people have their dogs indoors and outdoors all the time. So in order to do that with Halo 3, we have a significantly improved GPS. So the antenna is now powered so that it can basically pick up the signal uh, that's twice as strong. In fact, since we've launched Table Mm -hmm. 3, we really haven't had very many complaints at all about GPS. In fact, every time I want to smile, I just look at my app and see where it shows Reese's, and I'm like, there she is, right where you thought. So it's GPS has improved, but also (laughs) the cellular. So, you know, people didn't have AT&T at their house, and they only had Verizon or they only had T-Mobile. So we really needed to have a way to have more broad coverage. So that's another big advantage of HAGO 3. Again, everything that we saw that was problematic in the field, we addressed in HAGO 3. And you know, that's five years of problems. So it's all yeah. included. But we also did notice, and this is a warning for anyone who watches this video, that not everyone complies with the rules. So because GPS isn't accurate to the foot, you're supposed to keep it 15 feet away from the road, and 15 away, uh, feet away from the house, uh, from any uh, sides of the house. And we did an analysis. And we noticed probably about 3% of the customers, even though when you create a fence, we say, don't do this, we're still doing we're it. Doing so it, we're going to yeah. reach out to them. We always try to make sure we analyze the data all the time, that every customer is having the best possible experience.
0: I think that's something that's very important for people to realize there is I guess I refer to it as GPS drift and GPS isn't a hundred percent accurate to like, if I'm standing here, like you were saying that there is like that, that little bit of a fudge zone that you have to be sure that you have, because otherwise your fence might end up in the middle of the road. And now your dog's been really good and he's, uh, you know, responding to the caller just fine, but he's standing in the middle of the road and, you know, we wouldn't want that obviously.
1: No, that is definitely not acceptable. And uh, that. One of the main benefits of Halo 3 is that it's just way more accurate now uh, than really any technology. The other thing we do, which is interesting, is we download the location into the collar's memory of all of the satellites in the sky. So that the instant the collar goes outside, when it picks up a satellite, it can be accurate. There's very few GPS products that have to be accurate from when you go inside where the signal is blocked, to when you go outside, except for dogs. So Uh um, the only really good solution is the one I talked about, and we're the only company that has that. And without that, it's going to take a minute or two for the satellite signals that come in by the receiver to know where the satellites are in space. So if they don't know where it is, you can't triangulate
0: there's obviously a lot of people that have multiple dogs, just like like I do. One of the things I love is and this is such a little thing. Maybe you're probably going to laugh, but I love it. Is that the the little halo emblem when you when you push it, you you assign a color color to it, and then you know this is you know which dog it is. So I think yes. that's kind of that is kind of cute actually. Well,
1: <laughs> uh, too at night it'll blink that color. So if you walk your dog at night, you could actually see them see which color they are. It's kind of cool, but yeah, I I, I like that too. I I use green for the Jets for Reese's since I'm also (laughs) a huge Jet fan, which has not been great over the years.
0: (laughs) It's pretty amazing how, um, you know, you have this setup where you can really custom fit it to any uh, dog neck. But, um, you know, my, and I know that there is a certain amount of, I think, is it 12 pounds? Am I correct? That's the smallest dog that you can use the Halo 3 on right now?
1: I would say typically it's 20 pounds or an 11-inch neck. I mean, if you look at it, this is mine. the strap you can replace. You can even use your own strap. So that's the smallest it can get. Right. So, but and- you can use your own strap. The, the device is the same size for any size collar. It's the strap that you're replacing. And so gotcha. you can have a long strap or a small strap and then bend the device for a smaller dog. So yeah. I've seen mini Cavapoos of who's wearing it. I mean, it does look big on them but they don't let them out of, that much and they want to have a fence. So, you know, until we come out with a smaller version which is on the horizon, by the way, we are working <laughs> on. Even though and, we just launched Halo three, we are working on Halo 4, which should be less than half the size or around Okay. Half the size.
0: All right. And and that was gonna be my question. And that's very exciting to hear. Uh, because my Jack Russell Terry Heidi is uh, ten pounds. She's very petite, she's just tiny. And, um, you know, I think it would be a little much to try to put this on her, but, but she's definitely one of those dogs that would uh, benefit from having this because she just loves to go on adventures and it's always nice to know where, you know, and it's not necessarily adventures away from home. It's like adventures. Where is she? Oh, she's under the porch, you know, looking for skunks or something. So, we're, you know, uh, it would be nice to know that she, where she's at. Well, I but, love <laughs> the
1: whistle feature. We didn't really talk about the whistle. Yes, feature let's talk about that. So it's a pretty simple concept because I was saying, you know, beep means fence, whistle means come back. The whistle feature is as simple as if you whistle, your dog will come to you. Right. I mean, that's been something people have done for dogs for, you know, again, hundreds of years probably to get their dog to come, and they instinctually respond to the whistle. So we built into the collars, the speaker, where if you hit a button on the app, it can manually send the whistle and your dog. And, you know, it's something I show at the beginning of the app in the video because when I take my dog Reese's on a walk, I really now have the confidence to have her off leash because if I hit that whistle, she will come no matter what. I don't care if she sees a deer. She, if she hears that whistle, it's instinctual now. And mm-hmm. if I have to practice it, I do, but I don't because she knows whistle means come. She comes running back like Lassie. So and yeah, I always know the worst case I have the tracking on there, but it's my favorite feature.
0: And I love it too because uh there's a lot of people that can't whistle. <laughs> I'm one of them. So it's kind of nice to have exactly. that feature. So, uh, or, you know, whether or not it's a kid or, you know, so it's, it's wonderful. And, and again, we haven't talked much about the app other than, you know, the training, but obviously, uh, the halo collar works in conjunction with your, uh, halo collar app. And, um, there's all kinds of stuff in there and it's not just, um, using the whistle or, you know, setting the settings. Um, uh, but there's other things like there's an activity tracker, which is kind of cool. It's kind of like a Fitbit for a dog where you can see, right. you know, what your dog does and how much exercise he gets so that's pretty cool what are some of the other features the the
1: recommends app? you get it, you know an hour of activity a day minimum that that's really what a dog needs um you know so you can use the app to, if your kid said they took the dog uh for a walk you could see that i mean i use it all the time i'll be at dinner and i'll just be like what room in the house is reese's in right now because yeah for some reason the gps works great inside my house
0: I really get the impression that Reese's have been such an integral part of the Halo collar, like even coming to life or coming to be. And um, you yeah. know, uh, so tell us a little bit about her.
1: I mean, I'm just gonna show you her. Reese. Do you see her? <laughs> she, she has crazy. the collar on. So uh yeah, she is certainly a Halo dog. <laughs> she's been uh, using the collar since Halo 1. So uh, she's had a few bugs that she's had to deal with. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> um, but she's been fantastic. Uh, you know, we don't use static with her. She gets it. Beep means fence. Whistle means come back. You know, we trained her. We left. You don't leave them unsupervised. And by the way, in the app, it tells you, is your dog trained? We actually can tell because of the technology, are they stopping after they hear the beep or is it escalating to vibration? And you know, you shouldn't really leave them alone until they're fully trained. We used to go to this retail consumer pet show and across the way from our booth was parrots. And these parrots were bicycling, building houses, I was like, if you could train a parrot to bicycle, (laughs) your dog is going to learn beep means fence and whistle means come back.
0: (laughs) That's wonderful. I love it. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: well great well of course we will be sure to share the uh links to your um to your website in the description below the video um just so people can easily find the product it is a great product we use it um on our dog apollo and and again for us we, we have a fenced in yard but as dog trainers i recommend this product even for people that have fenced in yards if you have a pet that maybe gets out you know there's a lot of times the pool guy leaves the door the gate open or, um, you know, the kids yes. forget to latch the gate. And this is certainly something that isn't just, um, for people that, that don't want a fenced in yard. And we, we absolutely love it personally because. Uh, We travel a lot with our pets and we haven't mentioned it, but the Halo Collar doesn't just allow you to set up a virtual fence. It allows you to set up to 20 different virtual fences. Is that correct? So, I mean, you could have one at your mother's house and, you know, one at your cabin up north and one at at the lake where you like to go camping. Um, So many, so many different applications for this uh, wonderful product. I really like
1: it. People actually do use it to keep their dog off of lakes when they're freezing going into winter, where they're normally allowed in it, and they may not understand the dangers of the, you know, initial mm. layers of ice.
0: Yes. Wow. Yeah, I hadn't sure. even thought about that. That is amazing. I'm uh, very excited to... Uh, continue using this on our travels, but also looking forward to the new product um, for uh, smaller dogs. I think that's uh, definitely something that there's going to be a lot of people out there that is going to lo- love to have a lighter, smaller version for their, for their littler dogs.
1: Definitely. <laughs> Great. So uh, if you would like to learn more about Halo 3, you can go to our website, halocollar.com, Um and, you know, hear all the answers to the frequently asked questions, really learn everything you need to know about Halo and how it can change you and your dog's life.
0: That's great. And as we said, the link will be in the description below the video for those who want to find it quickly. Great. Perfect. Well, Ken, thank you so much for the uh, interview today. This was a lot of fun talking to you. I really love the product and uh, really looking forward to seeing what else you guys come up with.
1: Great. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed being here. And, you know, I'm happy to come back in six months if you still uh, want to have me for some updates.
0: That sounds good. Okay.
1: Great. Bye. Thank you. Bye.
0: <laughs> thank you for joining us today on People with Passion for Pet. For more adventure videos, check out our YouTube channel, Modern Canine Vlog, or visit our website, www.mcs.dog. And until next time, keep your paws on the road.